0: The send them home. It's time to go home, therefore. So Why don't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too big for your home? Stand me. Hello and welcome back to the Off the Tips podcast. Uh, we're back for the weekly pod. Number thirteen. Jeez. These we're starting to rack these up, AC. Welcome back.
1: G'day, Cow. G'day, listeners. How you going, mate? How's your weekend?
0: Good. Yeah, good. Just a pretty quiet weekend. I took myself off to do a bit at admin uh, on, on Saturday and got myself around the shops to 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 get some stuff. Pretty pretty boring. And then just buckled in and did some work on Sunday and watched uh, watched uh, the Black Caps fold and. Unfortunately, f- watch my my Burnside boys in the club final get um, get tipped up as well. So t- tough weekend on the sport front for me. I, how about you? What was your what was your weekend like?
1: Yeah, b- besides the uh, the disappointment, and that is the Black Caps. It was pretty good. Two rounds of golf. I I managed to get two rounds of golf in because uh, cricket was binned off because of the rain. So. Yeah, the golf's getting there, I think, slowly, but surely. But um, at least I feel like the, the light's at the end of the tunnel now. Do you want to elaborate on that? What, what, what can you
0: see? What can you feel in, in the game that's just starting to turn a corner?
1: I don't know how I, I describe this, but the swing feels way better, but the result isn't great at the moment. But I just feel like you just... Got to trust the process of these things. Absolutely, I it can't it
0: can't be far away. Oh, another thing, I um, I did th- on on Friday. I, I got out to um, drum and golf here in Sydney uh, w- with work, and I got to test all the twenty twenty three drivers, which was a which was a hard day on the tools. But first time I'd kind of swung a club in about a month, and um, yeah, not. Not real pretty. It was not. It was not a. Fir- it was not the first impression I wanted to give my colleagues and my um and my golf swing. But hey, it's it's, it's all right. How long were you out there icon. for, <laughs> mate? So long. We were. It was inside in the simulator, so it was air cons. But yeah, we, we were there for a few hours hitting, hitting balls. Um, I got he. I got given a seven iron. Straight off the bat, and just was like, "Oh yeah, just warm up." And I hit, um, I hit five, <laughs> five balls, and I hit three hazel rockets. <laughs> oh, that liking. happens. I was like, I was like "Whoa!" That I don't know how this is gonna go. Like, but I just got to got to test out some of the new kit, and I think I'm, I think I found my my weapon of choice moving forward. So uh, hopefully. Hopefully, get get one of those in the bag over the coming weeks.
1: <laughs> what are you going with? Uh, I like
0: the it. I like the new titleist, the uh, TSI. It was, um yeah, great club. To be fair, they are all pretty pretty good. Like it was, but I just that one just suited me the best. I think um the general consensus is the the stealth too, and the paradigm are are guns which they were they're pretty forgiving but um i i don't know i just maybe it was because i kind of started hitting the titleist after i'd after i'd had a few reps under my my belt and i was starting to swing it okay
1: i quite like the way titleist. there's not like too many bells and whistles it seems pretty like you know they're, they're nice and plain and they're good to look at the yeah,
0: the t that was the first thing I actually noticed is the pretty much all the tight list drivers from the mid two thousand and tens all like when you're standing over top of them, they pretty much all look the same. They mm. the the face maybe just a little bit different and obviously technology's caught up, but hey. It's um yeah, just good good to be hitting golf balls and I need a, I need to get out onto, onto the course, because I'm, I, I'm just there's so many good tracks around here, and I'm just not not getting out there. So definitely gotta go go take a couple off the off the list. But the week this week and the week ago were pretty pretty as Monty would say benign, uh, not a whole heap going on. Uh, Marcel Seam got the job done on the DP World Tour uh, at the Indian Open. Oof, that would have been. It looked like a tough track over there, but without going into the bells and whistles of it, AC, do you have anything to kind of
1: add to the to Marcel Seam's
0: comeback or what you saw on the DP
1: World Tour? Oh, I'm I'm not. I'm going to be straight up. I saw very little of this event. The parts I did catch, it, the track looked quite fun. It obviously very man-made, being kind of in the middle of looked like suburban India but it just yeah there wasn't the field was very weak which I guess can be said for the PJ Tour as well this week um his fifth tour win which hey that's nothing to scoff at
0: Jesus first win was in 2004 so near on 20 years later to still be picking up a win is nothing to
1: turn your nose at mm, for sure another one that um, one thing I want to mention out of this tournament is a T37 for Bob McIntyre in a terrible field. He's had a really bad start to the year by his standards, so I'm slightly worried. But also, maybe it's just this, the Scotsman's just struggling in the heat at the start of the year. It looked seriously hot in, in there. Oh, it looked
0: sticky. And... For a long period of time, there were a lot of locals up near the top of the leaderboard, which was which was pretty cool to see. To be fair, but on the PGA Tour, Chris Kirk, another guy that broke a broke a long long drought, uh, getting the job done at the Honda Classic in a playoff over Eric Cole, who was who looked suave in his joggers, put himself in trouble off the tee on eighteen again, and then just was forced to lay out and then just hit an absolute dart to about a foot and made his birdie and Eric Cole lipped out and, and that was all she wrote. Chris Kirk back in the back in the winner's circle. Another guy that surprised me with the amount of wins he's had, he's, that was his fourth one or fifth one on tour.
1: Yeah, fifth I think. Yeah, it's funny how those guys kinda just sneak up on you A, eh? but this week was a real look into the kind of weeks that aren't the designated weeks. It was a bludger of a field. But I guess at the same time, you know, it, it kind of just lets you know that it's optional viewing. You don't have to tune in, but it does provide great opportunities for someone like Eric Cole and Chris Kirk. Yeah. And it was cool to watch for
0: kind of other reasons, you know, like so, like mm. you said, you get to see different guys in the mix and different guys playing, but while we're on it, I'll just talk about our punts, just both way off the mark, really. Just
1: again. Oh, my Lowry one wasn't too far off. That's yeah, true. Laugh, but I thought I had was... a, he had T five, but he was right I thought he was gonna have a good Sunday and he putted like absolute dog shit today. He <laughs> lost three and a half shots on the green. Wow, that is that is
0: bad. I I thought my Billy Ho punt was just, that was a bit of a Hail Mary that I threw in after the first round. I was like, man, I am, I'm just hot here. And then he just fell by the wayside fairly quickly. He hasn't had a good start to the year, Billy Ho. So it wasn't really educated punting, but mm. hey, we... We move on and we, and we rip in next, next week.
1: Yeah, another guy I punted was Jay and he was really disappointing given he started favourite. I think he was about tied 40th, so not great. Hey, one thing that I saw which I found pretty interesting was it was on the PJ Tour Instagram, which normally doesn't throw up very good content, but this, I thought this was quite interesting. So Eric Coles had 79 starts. Yeah. Across the Corn Ferry and PGA Tour for 690k, and this week he's won 900, just under 920k. So that's kind of what we spoke to about just providing opportunities, making it, making it some coin, Eric Cole and his and his joggers. Um,
0: well, it's just the PGA Tour have stepped up their purses this year, and and these non-designated events are just gonna they're gonna. Be avenues for guys like that to make a decent paycheck. So if, mm. if you play well, so it's I don't
1: think it's great. I don't think these events have changed much purse wise. But what happens is you've just got the weaker fields, yeah, which gives you so gives more of a chance. Mm-hmm. How do you feel that there's kind of almost a second tour kind of forming? I don't mind it. I just think it's.
0: Like we said before, it's an avenue for more guys to – lesser-known guys to step up and put their best foot forward and and earn their way into these these bigger events just by playing well. You're still going to get a sprinkling of the top guys in these events, so it's not going to completely feel redundant. It kind of gives you a different reason to to tune in, but like you said, it is – Optional viewing.
1: Mm. Yeah. May I think maybe the tour could do a better job. I don't know what they'll do next year, but maybe just acknowledge the fact that it's a bit of a second tour almost. Like you don't need to act like everything's the same. Maybe like like maybe you put a lot more FedEx cut points in the designated events. It's hard to say, but I yeah. I'm kind of similar. I don't think it's a big issue because. It gives the rank and file, like if if there's anyone complaining that's a hundredth in the rankings or whatever, like you've got opportunities here. But I think I would like to see the designated events, uh, like rotate around.
0: Not a bad call. Would
1: do you have anywhere in particular you'd
0: like to take a designated event?
1: Well, I think you've got it. You've got to keep Riviera Bay Hill Memorial, the waste management. Uh, I'm probably missing a couple, but I think something like the Wells Fargo, the Travelers—they're probably the two to spring to mind that you could actually just move those around venues. And I, I don't know. I think it would be a good thing to do.
0: Over down in down in Mayakoba, the big the big tournament was on live live golf. Charles Howell the third. Jeez, Chris Kirk and Charles Howell winning it—it <laughs> it felt like I was watching in a time machine. myself seen, but <laughs> guess the job done down there. Um, AC and I did a did the did the the live team generator to to find out who we're going to be be riding at at live golf. So team wise, I got the iron heads. The formidable quartet of <laughs> Kevin Nard, Danny Lee, Scott Vincent, and Siwon Kim. Man, I, j- I just can't. Big season for my boys. Can't wait to see Kevin Nard just <laughs> walking in 20-footers <20 laughs> to, to to tip <laughs> up the stingers. But uh, AC, <laughs> who, who are you, your boys?
1: Yeah, I've come out with the cliques, which is also an uninspiring uh, side to follow. I, I've got Blandy. Uh, who else? I mean, I've almost forgotten already. Uh McDowell. Yeah, G-Mac. Uh, Martin Kim is the skipper, but he's not playing at the moment. And we're currently dead last, so real tough time for my boys. But, hey, I... I'm just hoping there'll be an upward trajectory for the rest of the season yeah a long long
0: season ahead and you know just these live events you're just always in it, so man can't, cannot wait <laughs> did, did you in all seriousness did you did you did you catch much of it this week
1: no i didn't I don't actually know where you find it now because it's on c w in America. But I had a little look on YouTube and couldn't find any live streams. But it's just really hard to contextualize because Charles Howell has only won three tour events and he was on the tour for 22 years. And then he blows the field up. Well, not blows away, but he wins by four over Peter Uline, who's also a pretty <laughs> mediocre player. So it's kind of, it's I don't know. Like, I look at that field at Liv this week and I'm like, Probably the bit was the best field across the tours, and but then you see who what comes first and second, and you're like, oh, hang on, it's a weird one. I know we've talked about it before, but major
0: season is coming up. Are you worried for guys like Ken Smith and Dustin Johnson? Do you just do you think that the lack of really competitive reps is gonna show up on on Sunday when it comes to
1: crunch time in a major? I've kind of wrestled with it. I think it, I think it kind of has to to an extent, doesn't it? Yeah. How do you feel about it? Th-
0: yeah, I think it will to a degree, but I think if there are, I think they are the only two guys now that can still contend. I, I was, I know, I've, I said on this podcast before, I, I didn't think we'd seen the back of Brooks, but I. I think we have I think he's I think he's done you can put a fork in him Uh, I don't think Bryson's going to contend I I think one of them could maybe shoot to the lead rounds one or two but I think when it comes to crunch time you are only going to see well maybe going to see Cam Smith and Dustin Johnson in the mix and I just think that reflects the strength of live golf at the moment. I think it's really weak and I just don't know how it's going to get any stronger. Like Thomas Peters is a big coup for them, ranked number 37th in the world. And like, I just don't see them signing anyone better than that.
1: Yeah, that's a fair point. The other one I'd probably throw in as well is Wakeem Neiman. I think he's still got it. it. I guess it just depends where they, like, stick to their routines, training the same amount, practicing the same amount. Because I think, especially, yeah, DJ or Cam, I'm pretty sure they would be able to flick a, squ- a switch, but they still need the, those practice reps. Under yeah, no I,
0: I, it would have been interesting to see if there were some stronger DP World Tour events going on, how many of them would, like, be playing regularly. And like to try pick up some competitive reps and some decent fields over four rounds, but just it's going through such a lull at the moment that it's, it's, just, it's not even really worth it. But yeah, mm. I, I suppose time, time will tell. And <laughs> if, if Brooks is in the mix on a Sunday, I'm going to have an egg on my face, but Hey, just got to put it out. Yeah, there.
1: I've had a similar fate with uh, Colin this year. It's, it's just part of throwing out takes, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. Some are gonna. Got to be prepared to
1: wear one. Yeah, absolutely.
0: We'll, we'll move on to our playoff holes, eh, mate? We'll kick off. We won't kick off with teeing off today. We're gonna kick off with because it was a bit of a quiet week. We're doing something a little bit different. If you're in charge for a day, what would you change? In the world of golf, can be anything, can be professional on the PGA Tour, can just be recreational. AC, how do you want to do this? Should we go one for
1: one? Yeah, why not? Do you want to kick off, mate?
0: Uh, yep. I, I've i got five. I've got three for the professional game, and I've got two for the recreational game. So I'll kick off with my professional one. I think there should be a caddy event every year. I like so, that. So, obviously, the caddies all play and the players all caddy can be, can just be a 36 hole event. And I just think, yeah, see, see how it goes. You can handicap it because obviously, or you could categorize it. You could have, because I, I know a large chunk of them are gone. So you could have them in one category. And it'll be also pretty good to see that, like, mid to high handicap golfers <laughs> caddies just out and i reckon you have to put it on a hard track too so it's like a it's a proper <laughs> flogging have have them have all the players mic'd up like trying to talk them through shots uh, i just think it'd be great to see
1: i love that idea i'd way rather that than the pnc okay i want to throw one at I me go. i think there's merit to that idea Cal. by the way uh I reckon there should be like, okay, so say there's a tour event. I reckon there should be like a kind of a benchmarker just to show the viewers how good a PGA Tour pro is. So maybe an hour earlier, you just put like three local pros that play off like, I don't know, like plus ones and just see what they shoot, see the carnage. I'd love to see it. You don't have to necessarily televise them, but just check in and just see what their scores are. And I imagine <laughs> that'd be high. Yeah, that's 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 quite good. You you could
0: even send out like yeah, a plus one, a five, and a and like a ten and just <laughs> send them out two hours early and just see how Yeah, travel. I was about
1: to say if you send out a ten, they they'll have to go two hours early. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah absolutely no, that's, that's a good it,
1: one too that'd be pretty funny yeah it'd give a bit more context i feel and a bit of appreciation what have you got i'll stick to my professional
0: ones it's in, the, in a similar vein to my my caddy event is have a hickory event every year and it'd be a four-round tournament and fedex cup points and Classed as a win. You use the old balls, the hickory clubs. Pull the course back to the distance it, it was when they played hickories and send them out there.
1: Oh, that would be great viewing. Who Who do you reckon would struggle the most of that? Who's not a noted ball striker? <laughs> Probably. Oh, I don't know.
0: I don't know who would struggle. Um, I'd say that'll find a way to hit them pretty well. Like... PGA I feel like players. someone like
1: JT would thrive. Just yeah. a flusher.
0: I don't know I don't know how good Spieth would go the way he's traveling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah, but he'd love shaking also, them. Yeah.
0: I'll add to that also you have to dress how they how they dressed when they were playing Sue, the high socks, the cheese cutter hats, the button up shirts, I think. Just, well, maybe
1: Bryson will be good at it then. Mate, he's
0: he's parted ways with the cheese cutter, and oh no! Ever since he started playing poorly, <laughs> so
1: bring it back. I there's
0: some there's some some magic in that flat peak. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, mine's just this is more at the recreational level, and it's just not having tea having teas based on handicaps or ability. And it's kind of to stop two people. One's like the bloke who has just started golf and goes out with his mates off single-finger handicaps and plays off the same tees. Like, that's just so stupid. But he, like, feels bad, so he does it. The second one's like the 80-year-old who's lost his distance, who still plays off the same men's tees that he did when he was 40. But... Because there's gender and stuff associated with the T's that he feels like he has to play off those ones. I just think bin the genders and just make it like purely handicap based.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's
1: a that's a great idea. I think yeah. some clubs
0: are incorporating that.
1: I think so. I think it's just common sense, to be honest. And I'm not trying to be PC by saying it, I just genuinely think it's a much better way of doing it. <laughs> I'll
0: go to my recreational one now. Uh, one of them, I think there should be vending machines on every second tee. Oh, that would be class. Just and have everything in it. So you got two there. You got your cold drinks, and then you got your just your snacks, your chips, your chocolate bars, your muesli bars if you're that way inclined, and then you got your your powerades, your your beers and cans of coke bottles of water i just think i don't think it'd be that hard and then and i think it's another way to just generate a little bit of cash flow through the club but there's obviously logistical reasons why it probably can't happen like i don't know if you can have a <laughs> feeding machine in the middle of a paddock but be interesting Surely to see there's
1: those little those toilets and stuff you could to kind of tuck one in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't have to be every second hole. Like maybe just like three on the on the course. You could have one on one on nine, one on one, one on eleven. I don't know. You could do it do it like that. Have you got. Well, any there's more?
1: a way of showing your age. You could have bears and you'd just be if you're having a bad round. You could just get stuck into some.
0: Well, yeah. I'd say nowadays, like, surely there's a way you can scan your ID and then it, like, also scan your face. So, but, hey, that that could be a little bit too difficult and don't know how how legal that would be.
1: But, AC, do you have any more? Mine is um, just – I feel like there could be a few more kind of 12-hole courses – uh, made mainly for the recreational player who doesn't want to play eighteen holes, but nine feels a bit too short, and then also being twelve holes, if you wanted to play eighteen, you could just play one of the nines twice, or one of the sixes yeah. twice Thoughts? That's,
0: that's a good yeah, that's a good idea. What I'd like to add to that is I think New Zealand especially. There's just a lack of decent pitch and putt like courses, like part three mm. courses. Like man, it's so much fun. You enroll like, like even Callum our our local, like in terrible condition. Like it's a, it's not even a golf course really. It's just some flags on some cut some cut grass. But st- you go out there with a wedge in one hand, a putter in one hand. You got your jandals on, a couple of balls in your pocket, and you just go out and play. It's it's good fun, and and I, I always found it like you carry one wedge around there. The the longest hole is about ninety four meters. Like you have to kind of play a few shots with it with the one one wedge you've got can always mm-hmm. always benefit your game. Like take nothing into account when you're putting. Like it's an absolute puzzle, but it's it's so much fun.
1: It's a great, it'd be a great way to get pe- more people playing too. And it kind of gives them a venue, you know. The serious golfers will probably still be at the 18-hole tracks, but you can have the par 3 courses, pitch and putt courses, 12-hole courses for the people wanting to get into the game. Absolutely. I also just had
0: take the PGA Tour to the to the sand Belt just that's one thing i'd I'd love to see more of take them down there
1: so. yeah I hear that a lot and I just I try to think of it from the tours perspective I just reckon it's a logistical nightmare, yeah. especially the time of year you want to play it that's when all the whole, the yeah. players want have a break yeah I know I
0: know it's logistically a nightmare as you say but it'd be great to see them come it, down and how Take a major just take the PGA down there.
1: That's an interesting take. I want to hear more on that. You, no, do you I, think I, the PGA should be rotated around? Yep. I I
0: think take it Yeah, take it to the the sandbout, take it to take it around the place. I reckon.
1: Like why not? Like, yeah, yeah history, I'm too tied but... to my, I'm too tied to my golf history, but I will. Well, I will uh, like admit that it's very US-centric. Yeah,
0: well, it is. And if you're so tied to your golf history, like are you, are you crying for it to be match play again? Because that's what it was. So, hey, you've got me there. Uh, <laughs> it's got to. It, it moved on from match play. Maybe it's got to move on. Out of out of the states, that is a little bit of a throwaway comment, but it, we could, that could be clipped up and put on a reel, and I could get lambasted. But hey, it is.
1: <laughs> I think Paul Bentley uh, threw something out like that.
0: Yeah,
1: I just think why not spice it up a bit? <laughs> okay, I had one more. And mine was that Augusta is open to the public. For once, a, for a week, week or two a year, and there's a ballot. But once you've played it, you obviously can't go on the ballot again. But it's just a random kind of lottery, so you you might have a chance to play at Augusta if you're lucky oh, for that two I, week you know, stretch.
0: I, lo- I love that. That's oh, that'd be so sick. <laughs> how, how how much notice do you get though? Like,
1: oh, it would have to be like, at least a couple of months, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, like I reckon six months in advance to get yeah. your stuff sorted. I think the way travel prices are, well, oh, you'd have to be onto it early. Uh, I had I had another one, but we'll go onto our listener ones because it's the same. It's the same as one of theirs. So
1: okay, we didn't
0: get many because we only put, only put it up an hour ago, but. We'll we'll read out what we got.
1: Okay, this one's from Ryan, and he just says, no shoes. So is that the one you had? Yeah, I said, barefoot,
0: bare feet allowed on all golf courses. So he's preaching to the choir there.
1: That's interesting. Would that be your footwear choice normally? Would no no footwear, that is? (laughs) I'd say, well... Not in winter,
0: <laughs> but, but yeah, I'd, I'd say seven times out of 10, it would be kind of, my feet, like my swing doesn't really suit a barefooted golfer because my feet are doing a little bit too much. So mm. I just think, I think, yeah, I I just like the option. It's more, it's not so much the swinging of your feet, it's just the getting Getting the grass beneath your toes and walking on greens is always so (laughs) gun and (laughs) and bare feet. I actually got one of the biggest sprays of my life on a golf course for bare feet back home. Just this bloke chased me in a golf cart and just sprayed me.
1: Was it a member or someone who's part of the course. It was a member,
0: but I was a member too. So he he was like, you've just walked in. You've just walked on here. You're not a member. And I was like, I am. I, was, I am. I was like, sorry, mate. Like, <laughs> I, I lied. I said, oh, my shoes are just giving me blisters. He's like, I don't care. I was like, okay, <laughs> s-
1: sorry, man. <laughs> oh, I've uh, nothing against a barefoot bandit, but I and the it's one of those sicko feelings that that you love the the greens on the feet, but not for me. I reckon it's so hard to swing in bare feet. Okay, another one is Sam, and he just says. Being better. Yeah, we'd all love to be better, mate. It's it's part of life golf.
0: But the beauty of that, these are all hypotheticals, but you can you can change that. You you can be better. So hey. No one's holding you back except yourself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well I think I think that's all we've got for the what, what what would you change? So we'll, we'll move on to our, our classics and we'll kick off with um, teeing off AC. Do you, do you have one for me this week?
1: Yeah, so me and Monte are currently doing the last minute, well, kind of the last little touches on our booking to Island, island And um, just the rental car situation if you're under 25 is an absolute have. Holy, like we're, we're both 24 and a half when we're there and it's just like it's such a stitch up, you can't find anything and then when you do you have to pay like a K more, it's ridiculous like as if I'm going to get more mature in that six months Yeah, that's what
0: they're you, judging you. Know me. you know you're clutching when you're in your mid-twenties and you're calling yourself 24 and a half <laughs> haven't heard that referred to since you were, like, 15. I'm 15 and a half, mate. But, yeah, you're right. It's, it is. It's It's a massive have, and I think it's like that everywhere under 25. It's so stupid.
1: Yeah, it is. And I think back to when I was 22 and now, I don't think there's any difference in my driving ability. What's yours this week, mate? Uh, just... <laughs> blokes not wearing
0: shirts outside the general vicinity of a beach i can't really cop it quite a few in the city like it's hot but it's not that hot and yeah get it if you've got a gun rig you want to get it out but i just think it just looks so it just you just look so out of place i just I just don't i just think if you can't see the sand you must be wearing a shirt and it
1: should be a law <laughs> Do you think it's purely to show off the rook? What, what do you reckon? Well, I, I'd love to get. I'd oh. never do that. I'd love to get in the head of someone who does that.
0: Yeah, a- as would I. I don't. Maybe we could get Dill on the podcast. And Jeezy's been a punching bag on this podcast, but we could get him on. Ask him about it. But <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I, just, I don't, I don't know. I just can't cop it. Like, I can cop it if you're at a beach and you've. Walked over to get something from the shop, and like, yeah, if you're if you're within a two hundred meter radius of the beach, yeah, okay. But if not, mm. if you're in metro city centre and you just got your rig out, I just don't, I just don't know. I just can't really
1: cop it. But yeah, they're I, clearly trying it, to draw attention to themselves, aren't they? Because as you say, yeah. they stand out like a sore thumb. Yeah, you, you can't
0: hate tan lines that much. Like, come on. <laughs>
1: do, you
0: have a, do you have a tough scene this week?
1: Yeah, I do. So the other day I was out by our pool at home and there was just this horrendous smell. And I was like, what the, what the hell? And there was this kind of dark kind of patch under our pool cover. I was like, oh, yeah. And I so I wind the cover back and there's this kind of decomposed hedgehog (laughs) with like maggots crawling all out of it oh and so i like i like picked it up with a shovel to chuck it down our gully and by this point like this thing had decomposed so much that it was just like lifting like spikes like the body had gone it was (sighs) And there's blood. So if you're eating, just skip past this. But it was disgusting. Oh, that is... That's pretty grim. The hedgehogs yeah, often well, end up in pools. We've had a few. It's, it's fairly common. Yeah. This
0: This could be so wrong, but I'm pretty sure they don't have very good vision.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that, but it would make sense because they up yeah. the pool a fair bit
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I think it's true but hey I, I think I've heard it somewhere so <laughs> that could be wrong man I could have I thrown up out some poor takes today
1: <laughs> um, do you have a tough scene Cal?
0: yeah uh, got back in the gym today and just just the rig is in poor neck it, it had to be done like if you're putting it in, in footy terms i'd be tough to stop five out from the line at the moment um <laughs> so I, I had to get in there and yeah it was i was in the hurt locker it just it was it was hard i did, I did a hit class just to really throw myself in and yeah um i'm, I'm hurting but it, it needed to be done
1: so was today body fit or on your own accord?
0: Yeah. No, it was, yeah, I went, it went into a body fit class and just got after it.
1: it was, I, yeah, it I was, guess those hold you accountable, you know. I'm pretty lazy when I oh, go I to do. the gym by myself. That's Yeah, that's kind of why I, I do it. I've
0: done it, like, just a short maybe, I don't know, 12-week burst and then get back into the, into the normal gym and, and hopefully some sort of respectable condition. Fair enough, mate. Good on you. Hey, hey, thanks, mate. But yeah, that's that's pretty much us today. We've we've dragged that out for thirty-five plus minutes. But if you if if you've tuned into this dribble for this long, we appreciate your low standards. But (laughs) we'll catch we'll catch you next week. And AC, have a good one, mate. That's your call. See you, mate.